This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. And now it's time for everybody's favorite game, Great Achievements in Achievements. We give you the achievement. You tell us the achiever. Let's play. Oh. Okay, so between the three of you, the way to buzz in is just say your name. Whoever says their name oh, first. Oh, so we're gets, all playing. All three of you will be oh, playing okay. this game. Yep, so just say the name, and then uh, if you you can answer any time, but if you do answer and you get it wrong, we move on and you lose your turn for that question, okay? Love Dang. it. It's a best of five. Here we go. Snap. Question number one. He was once an all-time top-selling music artist, selling more than 90 million records worldwide. During the 1950s, he served for the U.S. Air Force Brittany. in Landsberg. Brittany. Elvis. Served for the U.S. Nope. Air Force in Landsberg, Germany, before making it big with songs like I Walk the Line oh. and Ring of Fire. Come on, Johnny. I Johnny I, Cash. I already, yeah. You got to say Tom. Oh, I got to say Tom first and then Johnny Cash. Yep. Tom. I did say Tom. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> he I, I just now said, said Tom. No, I gotta say, say Tom, Tom first. Yeah, okay. No, I said Tom. Tom. Yeah, say Tom and then Johnny Cash. And then you get the point. That's what I did already. <laughs> nice hope. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Play it back. We'll give it to you. Play it I don't back. He still got the point. He's smart, but he yeah. just doesn't want to follow yeah. any of the rules. Yeah. So like. yeah, okay. That's right. Tom's got one. Here we go. Ready? All right. Oh, man. As the daughter of screen legends Tony Curtis and Janet, uh, Janet Lee. Excuse me, Tony Curtis and Janet Lee. She patented a baby diaper incorporating both a disposable diaper and a pocket containing disposable wipes. This is easy. You want to answer it? You guys don't have it? No. Yeah, I. She was in a spooky movie or two. Uh, oh, she in. I'm trying to bring you guys. Was she in the Michael Myers one? No. I don't know. Somebody can answer. Just say <laughs> your name and then she answer. She in the Michael it. Myers one? Because then I know Come who it on. is. Okay. Go. Go ahead, Janet Emma. Lee. Oh. No. Still don't know what you're saying. Tony Curtis, Jamie, Jamie Lee, Lee Curtis. Yes. There you go. So I gave it to you. Okay, yes. who gets the goddamn point on she that does. one? She gets okay. it. Emma's our guest. She can have it. I, I was thinking of her. I couldn't think of her name. Well, if it, yeah, I yeah, knew there was Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis. Curtis in the Halloween movie. That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> and okay. I could not think of her name. I was like, I know that she was in the first one and the la- recent one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's in all of them. Yeah, she's like she's the. All of them. She's like at least a little bit in all of them, right? Yeah, she is. Yeah. Yep. Because she's so. OG classic, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so Tom at one, Emma at one. Here we go. Question three. This astrophysicist studied the light reflection and velocity of interplanetary dust in the solar system. He also shredded the guitar alongside Freddie Mercury and the band Queen. Oh. You know this. Biggest prick I've ever met. By really? Oh. Okay, love the Tea I was gonna right say yeah. <laughs> piping hot tea. <laughs> <laughs> piping hot tea. Oh, I love you, Emma. You're so fun. <laughs> One of the most arrogant people I have ever met. Give us his name. I'm not wow. giving his name. You got. You have to tie it up. I'm, I mean, I'm not close to tie. We all know. know I'm gonna lose. If you said Queen, the only person I could say Freddie is Freddie Mercury. Mercury. Yeah. Right. Mm, okay. But the guitar lead guitarist was. Come on. You've been in rec- rock and roll radio your whole life, and you don't know who this Brian. is. Brian. Mm, I'm trying to think of his name. You're getting close. Right. It's just getting warmer. Brian mm, Mac. <laughs> Brian McMillan. Brian McDermott. Brian McKnight. Brian. Brian oh, okay, no, yeah. It's Brian May. Jesus. Brian May. Yeah, Brian May. <laughs> Honestly, the biggest prick I have ever met in my life. Really? Wow. Oh God. 
He's incredibly arrogant. Okay. Wow. He's one of these kind of guys, Rudy, come on, if you're going to talk to me, pick up the pace. Oh, oh really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The eyebrows on Emma were exactly how I feel. People talk like that? Oh, wow. you should meet this guy. Oof. I mean, he's achieved a lot. Sure. Great accomplishments, there's mm-hmm. no question. So I, he's a part of the game, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. I could be up three to nothing right now, but, you know, I'm trying to leave the door open. Oh, okay. thanks. Look yeah. at you. We could, do, high and we, could, we could do a game of just, like, people who you don't like to talk to. <laughs> he needs, oh, he'd be a part oh, of it, too. Emma, we could fill. We don't yeah. have enough time in the day. That's right. The show would be over, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Question number four. Tom's got two. Emma's got one. This writer holds patents for a cell self-pacing scrapbook, trivia game, and the humble bra strap, which is still used today. <laughs> Where did he find the time to write American classics like Huck Finn and Tom Sawyer? You know this. Oh, my God. I, uh, Tom Sawyer. So it's, uh, oh, my God. Well, give me his first letter. I just forgot his absolute. <laughs> Considering oh. I, like, read this in school much more recently, I should probably know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's. Huck Finn. Oh, my God. Well, it was. hanging around at, like, Hannibal, Missouri. I just completely forgot his name. The old Mississippi. The old Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They still do. Matter of fact, even though he's been dead a long time, he still walks. When you when you come down the, the river to Hannibal, he walks down to the river to greet you. Um, gosh. I'm, I'm embarrassed. I'm mortified. <laughs> Dixon. No. <laughs> Mark Twain. Mark Twain. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that one hurt. You think? That one hurt. I just kept thinking of who's that author that we had the cats with the thumbs? Dr. Hemingway. 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 I kept singing him over and over. Dr. Hemingway. Hemingway. <laughs> yeah, Hemingway's cats all had six toes. Yeah, because well, we know that because we went to Key West and That's there was. Correct. It was, it was, yeah, it was a thing. Okay, I should okay. be up like seven to nothing. You should be up seven. Uh, he, to no, nothing. He's been like trying to get <laughs> into yeah. It's not a good sign. You when know, we can't think of Mark Twain. Not only does he know it every single time, it's like, come on. I know. Yeah, right. This come is the story of my life. That Mark Twain one's gonna hurt. Like that one, I'm gonna have to take to my. I'm gonna have nightmares about that. Totally. Okay, last question. Here we go. Even though Tom won, uh, we'll tell you what. Whoever gets this last one wins the game. I like it. I like it. Winner take all. I love that. Yes. Okay, this golfer. There's a blonde <laughs> golfer at the University of Minnesota. Yeah, this one should be easy. Uh, this five-time host of Saturday Night Live, creator of energy drinks, tequila, movie star, and football league owner, also made the world's largest layer dip. Anywhere you go, you can smell what he's cooking. Rock, Brittany. The Rock, Brittany. The Rock. Dwayne the Rock, the Rock Johnson. No way. Nice, right. Brittany. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So you win. Yes. Yay. Oh, she goes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do win. Kiss the yes. rings. Yes, good I, job. Yes, I win. That's absolutely right. I was actually more in shock show. that I went. Yes. <laughs> I like that game show. That was a good. That game. was a really good, good job, game show, Rudy. Yeah. Yeah, you good guys job, were great. Rudy. Absolutely. Uh, real quick, before we get to Mackie, can uh, Tom and I were both wondering this, Emma? Why is it that we suck at golf? Yeah. Oh. Um. She looks at Tom up and down. <laughs> well, I'm not exactly built for golf. Let me put it that way. Um, I would say something that is very in your control immediately that a lot of people make the mistake of is a lot of people play tees that are too far back. I agree. Um, <clears throat> a lot of people do. Yep. Uh, so there are a lot of men who can't hit the ball as far as my teammates and I, and yet oh, they God, think no. that they should be playing further back. And it's like, because they're too prideful. And it's like, I mean, you will play a lot better if you play where you should. But And that's something that's very in your control, takes no practice, you know, no, I know. just a choice. So 
got to swallow your pride a little bit and just tee it forward. <laughs> Do you give Michelle Redmond the number just in case? I assume she's listening. Why wouldn't she be? She should call in. Yeah. I haven't talked to Michelle now. In, oh, God, my gosh. That would be so months. fun. I love Michelle Redmond. She's a wonderful person. She really is. She really is. No, no. Call, what's the number? Uh, we've been on vacation. Nine five two six hundred six hundred twenty five seventy five. Yes. So I can't see the first part because the thing's right over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the number right there, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know. I can't think of Mark Twain, so I'm still in like a shame yeah. little jail right now. Yeah. <laughs> so many great uh, rounds of golf with Michelle Redmond. At least I had fun. So I don't know when she, she was playing with my swing coach, she got that was when she got her fifteenth hole in one. Oh, there you and go. And on it was on hole number fifteen, fifteenth oh, hole in one. It's just like, oh man. <laughs> I Let think. me start the conversation with Michelle. I've never liked you. <laughs> yeah. and, and also, call in, but <laughs> no, I've never liked you, but call exactly. in. Emma, I really appreciate the tip. However, I think me moving closer to the hole and not playing tee so far back is not going to make me a better golfer. You don't think? No, oh God, no. Are you kidding me? You I wouldn't suck. overswing. It'll oh. make you shoot better scores. It would. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, believe her. I, I played a par three yesterday and had a plus 11. So I'm, yeah. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah, see? <laughs> see? <laughs> 14. Took a 14. He played as bad as your dad. <laughs> yeah. Pretty bad. So I, I did have one par, but for the most part, it's been, yeah. A par. So is there anything else? Look at her. She's like, oh, isn't that nice? You got a par. No, no, oh. that's good. That's yeah, good. good. That's good. Do you played 18 holes? No, just nine. Okay. That's yeah. good. You part one. That's that's yeah. fine. Hey, you know that happens. A lot of bogeys. A lot of bogeys in there. But that's then, okay. Yeah, but then you know, then it's a quadruple bogey. Um, after let's that. see. Uh, another tip. Do you have equipment that's right for you? Oh, good question. Here's the thing. I bought because I'm a short guy, and I bought standard size clubs. And I went to the guy, and I think the guy was just like too lazy because I'm like, I feel like these clubs are like a half inch. He's like, No, no, it's standard clubs. I'm like, I feel like they're just a little too long for me. And he just kind of took like my seven iron and just sort of like flattened it out a little bit. And then he went, there you go. I was like, I still think I suck, dude. I still think mm. the clubs are too long for me because yeah. I'm such a short guy. Yeah, that's a thing. I mean, if the clubs are too long or too short, it's definitely going to be hard to like have consistent impact. Right, right. So yeah, yeah, equipment's a big thing, definitely. Like my dad was using these really old steel stiff shafts and mm-hmm. Um, when I got a new set of clubs, um, I gave him my old set cause it was like more, they were actually, when I was yeah. uh, younger, I was using like a senior flex and oh, you know, yeah. So yeah. I gave my dad senior flex shafts that he hit them way better than he yep. was hitting these other clubs. Not saying that wouldn't be the case for you, but it could be the opposite. Maybe you're using something that's a little too whippy or something like you said, a little too long. Um, you'd be surprised how much that can make a difference just in what's easiest to hit. Okay. All right. I'll give you a tip on thinking too much in golf, too, because I hadn't played golf in six years. No? I, yeah, I didn't play golf for, like, six years. I had too much going on. Like, how bad? And your last round of golf must have been terrible. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I mean, it was like, just I'm where I worked. I hated most of the people there. So oh, my I'm focus sorry. was just on, you know, moving. I, I, so I hadn't played golf in six years. So I just grabbed my clubs, and I learned a full turn for me right now may not be all that great an idea anymore because mm. I can bring it back here. Right? And people always, by the way, lead with their shoulder, which is the worst thing you can possibly mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. But I, why do you think that is that people, they take the club back and they lead with their shoulder because they think it'll put their hands. Not a good idea Yeah, well, people just watch professionals. They watch people swing it and yeah. they think that like, yeah. oh, it's my arms and my shoulders. But I mean, there's so, I mean, legs are a big part of it legs hips it's the way that you work the ground there's so much that goes into a golf swing and people think that they can just kind of like watch it and figure it out i mean 
if you play recreationally, there's no reason why you need to like spend so much time and money and everything on lessons and stuff. But there are like smaller things that you can do, I guess. Okay, three beat going into the the break here, and then we'll be back with uh, with Phil Mackey. We'll be talking to him. But um, three professional golfers. Michelle Redman. I already told the story about how I knocked it to an inch, and she had a hole in one. That's number one. Number two, I used to play a lot of golf with Tim Heron. Mm, Alyssa Heron. Mm-hmm. Love the Heron family. Mm-hmm, great, mm-hmm. great people. I played with Carson and JP. Oh, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, Scott, playing with Timmy and Alyssa, just it's a dream come true. But the third one, I used to play a lot of golf with this. This is an Italian guy. He lives in town. He was on the tour. God, I don't remember his name. Might have been Rocco something. <laughs> <laughs> He's played a lot of golf with him, right? Wow. And I, this is seven years ago probably because I didn't play golf for six years. So at this point in my life, I hit a drive, and I hit it probably about, I don't know, 260, 265, which is not bad. And Rocco hits his about 30, 40 yards past me. Oh. And I said, okay, Rocco, that's great. That's <laughs> nice. So I hit the best drive I could possibly hit. You hit yours 35, 40 yards past me. He goes, I got some really bad news for you. I said, what's that? He goes, if Roy McElroy were here, he'd be 50 <laughs> yards past me. I'm like, great. So he'd only hit it 100 yards past me. That's great. When he drove that par four, I couldn't believe it. Did you see that? Um, when Rory did? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Holy God. Unbelievable. It was Unbelievable. It's, th- those guys, what they can do, it's so impressive. <laughs> well, the women, the men, all of the, all the professional golfers. So, you, But you don't want to be a professional golfer. No, I mean, I, I would love to be. I would love to be a professional golfer. I would, but um, yeah, I guess I, w- I would just chalk it up to I've got other passions, other things I want to do. It's sure. really competitive. It's really, really tough. Actually, the oh, girl yeah. who just won the the U.S. Open this weekend, Allison Corpus is mm-hmm. her name. I played with her last year, or maybe it was two years ago at the uh, the Cradle. At Pinehurst, which is their oh, little sure, line yeah. hole course, yep, yep. Um, we played in a group, and they were doing this challenge where you had to be barefoot and you could only use one club. Oh, and, fun. Yeah, and I kind of love <laughs> that. Oh, it went so poorly. Oh, I we, love that. We were we were doing a scramble, my teammate and I, and we were go- doing getting on the green with uh, no matter the yardage with just one club. We were doing so well, and we'd have like six feet, and we could not putt with a wedge. We couldn't do it. My teammates like, I'm gonna just lag it up there, <laughs> just get it as close as you can. <laughs> That'd be fun to watch. But yeah, oh, it was it was so much fun. But Allison Allison was there, and then you know, see, yesterday closed out a U.S. Open win. I'm just like, wow, it's <laughs> crazy. That's so cool that it's you so know cool. the person and you have like experiences with them. So That's it's been crazy. so cool, like growing up through the game, competitive golf, and you know, seeing all these girls succeed, do so well. It really awesome. is. It is cool. indeed. We got to take a break here. Right back, Phil Mackey, and then I'll uh, just one more Tim Heron story uh, when Phil joins us because. It was very embarrassing. <laughs> Another embarrassing story. Very embarrassing. So I'm saying. We will be right back. Emma Carpenter with us. We're going to talk a lot more about what you're looking forward to doing in the future and all the rest of it. We'll talk with Phil Mackey. You can, can you be with us for another half hour? Yeah, I can. Totally. How phenomenal is that? What are you, yes. What are you fist pumping over I was all excited. I love having <laughs> so Emma I'm here. Kidding. Emma's going to come sweetest. in every day. Hey, hey Tom's so coming sweet. in. She's oh, a- really? Yeah. I, you notice I like... My mood went up. I yeah, love yeah. having a, a... I understand. I, Emma's great. 10 out of 10. I understand. You're so sweet. We'll be right back. Phil Mackey, Emma Carpenter with us right after this. Emma. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. 
Tom Bernard here. Are you ready for some throttle therapy? Cruise the water in luxury on brand new Bennington pontoon from the Power Lodge, of course. Enjoy sunset from the water. That's one of the things I used to love so much. Entertain the kids and float on the lakes all summer long. It all starts at the Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge with locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine of St. Cloud, of course. Hundreds of pontoons in stock across all Power Lodge locations. Your summer fun begins at Brainerd's newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. You've heard it before. Brittany wants to be a Klingon if we buy a pontoon. I am going to buy a pontoon. I will tell you the easiest way to have a bunch of old friends come out of the woodwork is to own a pickup truck or a pontoon. I became way more popular with my friends and family when I owned a pontoon. Enjoy the best days of summer on your favorite lake in a brand new Bennington pontoon from the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge in Ramsey. Millerina St. Cloud is the largest Bennington dealer in the entire world. Throttle therapy on land and water, powerlodge.com and millermarine.com. And please do tell them that Tommy sent you. What can Hubbard Interactive do for your business? Let's take a listen and find out what they did for one local company, Steve the Window Guy. I'm Sally and I'm a digital brand strategist here at Hubbard Interactive. We met with Melissa from Steve the Window Guy and she was looking for help with their video advertising strategy. So we helped build a comprehensive plan for streaming TV and YouTube ads. And Melissa, tell us how it's been getting your message out with help from Hubbard Interactive. I've been working with them for five years and what I've learned is that they have both the experience and the depth inside their team to help me solve any creative marketing challenge that I've got. So over the years, I've moved from radio ads to streaming TV to YouTube ads, and now we're moving towards SEO. And I'm loving the results that I'm seeing. Is there anything else you want business owners out there to know about Hubbard Interactive? I am so grateful for the entire team at Hubbard Interactive for effortlessly understanding our business and our marketing vision, and then always delivering only the best results. To find out how our experts can help your business grow, get in touch today at HubbardInteractive.com. Guys, I want to let you know about acoustic wave therapy protocol provided by my new sponsor, Twin Cities Premier Health. It's a non-invasive, non-surgical, highly effective, science-based procedure that creates an increase in blood flow and helps create new blood vessels by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction. Unlike using a pill to create a pharmaceutically induced erection, they treat the root cause of the problem. Age-related erectile dysfunction is most commonly caused by a buildup of plaque in the arteries that supply blood to the erectile tissue. Reach out to Twin Cities Premier Health like I did and right now receive this special offer, a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. That is valued at $800. 952-395-4346. That's my unique phone number 952-395-4346 for their office or go to TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com and please be sure to tell them that Tom Bernard sent you. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Mike has an amazing offer for my listeners on his Giza Elegance My Pillows. You'll receive a Giza Elegance My Pillow for as low as nineteen ninety eight. Regular price is sixty nine ninety eight. This My Pillow comes in four levels of support. You'll also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products, such as MyPillow towels, mattress toppers, my slippers, and so much more. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square to receive Mike's amazing offer on the Giza Elegance MyPillow for as low as $19.98 and use promo code TOM. This offer comes with a 10-year warranty, so you know it's going to last, a 60-day money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. It's time to start getting the quality sleep we not only want, but need. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his Giza Elegance MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. 
tire. He hates that. In fact, you can see his big mug every day on YouTube. Watch Tom roll his eyes at Brittany every day on YouTube. This is the new Tom Bernard Morning Show. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. It's all part of my rock and roll fantasy to be working with Emma Carpenter and Phil Mackey at the same time. What could be better? Yes, two of the great golfers in the Twin Cities, Emma Carpenter and Phil Mackey. <laughs> There's no getting around it, brother. All right, I want in to fact, when uh, I was I was listening to like the last three or four minutes of your last segment, and when when I think Emma brought up like, hey, if you're just you can't just like go online and like pick up what really good players are doing. If you're just like a casual golfer, you should just maybe take a chill pill and you know enjoy flowers and that's what. So three years ago, I decided. I'm going to go from shooting like upper 80s, low 90s, and I'm going to I'm going to knock. I want more leg in my swing. I'm going to knock a bunch of strokes off my game, and I'm not going to do it by going to like a certified teaching professional. I'm going to do it by going on YouTube and watching videos. (laughs) And it led me down. How did it? How did it work out? Yeah, legitimately still trying to recover from. I finally went over to to Les Bolstad and to work with Greg Schulz. He's like, dude, let's flush everything out of your mind. Let's just start over. It's been three years of like shanks and embarrassment. I gravitated away from my old swing. I got some lag in my new swing, but now I'm like I'm like adrift in the ocean of golf swings right now. And so I'm just kind of a mess. So yeah, that kind of hit close to home when Emma said that. I'm sorry that happened, Phil. The th- I mean, the thing that's really, really nice, it just depends on what your goals are. So for you, you were already a decent player shooting upper 80s, low 90s. A lot of players can't do that. That was on a nine-hole course. Yeah, that's <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah, in fairness. Yeah. In fairness, the nine whole public courses. Yeah, so if that's the case and, you know, you want to go to a teaching professional, what's nice about that, at least, is you have someone who can tell you if you're working on the right thing. If it looks – you can think you're working on one thing and you're actually grooving something that's not very good. So that's what's good about teaching professionals. But if you're just – you know, you were already pretty good. If you're someone who goes out, rarely shoots – 100 plus, whatever it may be, really regularly, Mm -hmm. then you don't necessarily want to be – spending a bunch of money on uh, lessons and stuff because just like playing more will get you better, you know? But this is the problem with golf. I feel like, okay, if you're like me or if you're like Tom and you just quit six years ago, maybe that was the, <laughs> that's the best strategy. Just don't play. But if you shoot in the upper 80s or low 90s or if you're like Ricky Fowler and you can fire a 59 on a, you know, yeah. a random That'll round, do. practice round, yep. I think everyone is unsatisfied with their golf game. Yeah. Like, t- t- like Tiger Woods in his prime was still like, I haven't put together a full tournament yet, you know? Yeah. It's like, dude, you just won four straight majors. I feel like it really takes a level of zen and peace to just go out and be fine shooting what you shoot and have a good time with friends or whatever. Well, me and Emma were just talking about that when we were talking about uh, during the break, like, would she ever want her whole focus to be golf? And she said she's tried that. And you have to say kind of what happened when you decided, like, your freshman year, you said, I'm going to just do golf. Yeah, yeah. So Brittany and I were just chatting about this. Basically, I was saying how um, when I tried to put all of – kind of put all my eggs in one basket, just really focus on only golf, um, There's, I think there's such a thing as – trying too hard and putting too much pressure on yourself. So for me, when I started to pursue a lot of the, these things that I like to do outside of golf, it just helped me feel a lot more fulfilled overall and, and rejuvenated and uh, excited to just keep chasing a better golf game. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to jump in here and get some advice from all of you because, like <laughs> You've I been said, shooting the lowest scores of any of us over the last few years. <laughs> yeah, so. none. Zero. I've been shooting exactly. zero. <laughs> but I, I was like... I, 
I played my first round in six years uh, about a week ago, right? So I just grabbed some clubs. I went out, and like I said, I'm I'm a little older than I was at that time. So I literally got to a point in my backswing where the club was like straight up in the air. And I shot two rounds like that, and I shot bogey golf, which after a six-year break, I thought was pretty good. Yeah, that is good. But it's never enough. So now I'm going to extend so the club's all the way back. So see, now you, but back. see, now you're down the path of trying you to got see. It. The, you're not, tomorrow you're going to be on hole. YouTube watching Mr. Short Game videos like I was. <laughs> Stop. Well, here's the deal. So I shoot 90, and I shoot 90. Then I go out, I'm going to extend my swing so I can hit the ball even further. I don't know if I get more than three balls airborne, for Christ's sake. Mm. If you make little adjustments in your swing, it can completely blow your swing up. Mm -hmm. That's amazing to me. Yeah, no, it's so true. Anything that's just off by like a fraction of an inch or anything can completely, or a fraction of a degree yeah. can completely change the trajectory of the golf ball. Not and fair. Phil, my, my dad actually gets has subscriptions to those kinds of videos. So <laughs> while you might have been searching for them, my dad gets them like emailed to him every day. <laughs> no, that's, that was my life too. And, and I finally like unsubscribed and like, okay, just let's let's clear clear your mind here. But every day it was like, here's Danny Maud, a random golf instructor from YouTube sending you five tips on how to get more uh, I don't know, extension or whatever. So it's yeah. a, it, you know, I think the worst feeling is, and every golfer has done this, is looking back at like an old video of your golf swing when you're hitting uh. it really well and being like, what's the difference? What was I doing here that I can't seem to get done now? Okay, Emma, I need your advice because my husband pretty much records every one of his golf swings. He has like the app, the thing, whatever. What can I say to him? After I totally blacked out, didn't watch, I watched it with my brain, I mean, with my eyes, but like my brain was somewhere else. What can I say to him that sounds like I was paying attention and give, and can give <laughs> oh, him some advice? Oh, that's nice. Does, does he expect you to watch it? And like, oh, yeah, no, he, he'll be like, to... honey, just watch these four. Oh, okay. And which is like, oh, no, please no. But I go, <laughs> mm-hmm, like I, because you'll listen to me talk about something later, okay. Okay. What can I say that like sounds like I was. Do you know what he's working on? Does he tell you like to watch his elbow or. <laughs> something specific or i don't know is uh, something yeah just like the height in the uh, it does like the where it's gonna land here's here's use the word compression compression and he'll be like so fired <laughs> up just be like yeah that third one looked like you compressed it really well and he'll be like down <laughs> <laughs> this is like oh she's giggling. and then and then so yeah so say say he compressed it really well <laughs> she's writing it down <laughs> say he compressed it really well and say that one definitely had a lot more spin like gonna stop on the green way quicker Hold the, you'll hold the green perfect. I think, I think hold way to the green. Hold the green. That'll oh hold the green. God. We're going to have another child say, say, because say, of you. Say, <laughs> oh say that God. one will probably spin back. Spin. <laughs> that one will spin back. Use oh, like die. six generic phrases you can just rotate through. Way to clear the hips. You can add that to oh, the way list. To clear the way, the hips. Hips. way to well. clear the, the hips. hips. That's a good say, one. Say, have you been doing speed training? Speed training? Question mark. Oh, She's perfect. writing all this down, by the way. She is literally <laughs> she is. writing it down. I love that. That's Thank hilarious. Thank you. Thank you. You just saved our marriage. <laughs> you can even, like, the next time, you can even pre-record these, Brittany, and just have them, like, off to the side. Just, have, just press play. I'll have Rudy make me a button bar. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Genius. Very quick story about the Heron family and yeah. golf. So I get a call from Timmy Heron. He said, I'm going to be a PGA National down in Florida. Mm -hmm. I'd love you to come out and walk the course with me. We're going to, you know, play. I said, they're not going to. He goes, absolutely. You can walk the course. You can come inside the ropes if you want. Don't worry about it. So I get down there and Alyssa, I don't know if you've ever met Alyssa Heron, his sister. 
he was kind of his manager at the time, and maybe still is, I don't know, but I love Alyssa too. She's a wonderful person. He said, okay, I left your, uh, your badge um, at, the, at the entrance gate, so just call, and when you pull up, just ask them for your packet, and they'll give it to you. And so I uh, get the packet, and I take it out, and I put the thing over my neck, and it's got the you know, picture of me on there, I thought. Uh, as I walk up to the, actually get on the golf course, the guy looks down at the badge. He looks up at me and goes, is that supposed to be you? I said, what? He goes, did you look at that before you put it on? Is your name Tom Bernard? And I said, yes, Tom Bernard. He goes, and that's a picture of you. I said, I don't know. I turned around. It was a picture of Alyssa. Oh. <laughs> she put her picture on there with my name. So that's wonderful. Second part of that story is I walked the golf course with Timmy Heron and Alyssa having a wonderful time. Great family, by the way. The Heron family is wonderful people. We're walking the golf course, and this guy comes up to me on the, I think, 17th hole, and he goes, man, you must be really proud of Tim. I said, oh, yeah, he's a great guy. I think the world of him, he's a ball to play golf with. He goes, so what does it feel like? I said, what does what feel like? And he goes, to have a son on the professional tour. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, I'm Tim Heron's dad. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! You're like Andy. Hey, at least he didn't say grandson. I think yeah, you're. <laughs> that is so good. <laughs> what did you say? I said, well, it feels you know, amazing. It's, it's to bleep you, buddy. Well, it's, it was an F word, but it wasn't feels. <laughs> Let me put it that way. No, it was quite an honor. No, it wasn't actually. I was like, get the hell away from me, you psychopath. Oh, perfect. <laughs> and then, you know what I think I, I love about this, Phil? Mm. We're talking a lot of golf with Emma, and we haven't mentioned that pain in the ass baseball team that I love so much. Yeah, it's like we're trying to distract ourselves with coping <laughs> mechanisms here. We are. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah, they're, they're a game under 500 oh, going into the All-Star break. God. They, they're now behind the guard. There's, so we're at the All-Star break. We're like, you know, 55% of the way through the season. And there are zero teams above 500 in the Twins division right now. The, gar- yeah. the Guardians yeah. are just in first place by existing, I guess. <laughs> but I don't know if you saw this. So Jim Suhan from the Star Tribune he sat down with Joe Polad, who's now the third generation. He's right. now got the reins of the organization, right? It was Carl Polad back in the day and then Jim Polad. And now Joe Polad, who's about 40 years old, he's running the team. And, and the setup in the story was, you know, it's, hey, really disappointing stretch of three seasons here. But the Polad family didn't fire Tom Kelly after eight consecutive losing seasons yeah. or Terry Ryan after six losing seasons. It's been patience throughout, you know, three decades of Polad ownership. And Jim asks, will patience be a hallmark of Joe Polad's tenure? He hesitated before answering, quote, I did just talk about urgency, so we'll see. Maybe planting a little planting a little seed there. What's your opinion on Rocco? Uh, so without being in the room on a daily basis, I used to be a beat writer 10 years ago and I, and I, and I could like, I covered the Ron Gardenhire era twin. So in fairness, I'm not, and and I would say even if you're, unless you're like actually in the room as a player or someone behind the ropes, it's hard to know. But I think a manager's job in 2023 in baseball is to just create an environment where each player can get as close to their best capability as possible. Mm -hmm. Right. Can you, whether it's through scouting information or whatever it is, matchups, lineup, whatever. And I just feel like the Twins have underachieved for three straight seasons. So I don't know. 
it's hard to make a case that he f- for sure should be fired because we don't have enough information. Right, right. But I don't know how you would defend it the other way. You know, mm, like what? Yeah. It's it's hard to say that a team that's been underachieving for three years, they're like 30 games below 500 combined the last three years. Right. That they shouldn't make some sort of a major change. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Is they should probably make a major change at some point. Seems to be a nice guy, seems to be a smart guy, but it's just not working. And that does yeah. happen sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. And, and even like above him, I think this front office, and we've talked about yeah. this with Kent Herbeck yeah. on Fridays, like they've gone yep. so far into analytics and, and uh, I don't know, even like their hitting coach. Their hitting coach never played or coached above double A before. He's 33 years old. How do you walk into a major league clubhouse with credibility to tell Carlos Correa or right. some of these hitters like, hey, I've got some tips. I mean, think about like if you were to walk into, to bring it back to golf for a second, You've never played at a high level. You've never coached a top PGA professional before, but you're going to walk in and tell Rory McIlroy you get a few pointers for his <laughs> swing. Right? Like what? Rory's going to be like, I mean, okay. I, Tough I case guess. to make. Tough case to make for sure. It absolutely is. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm just kind of, it, I think the all-star break comes at a good time for, uh, for suffering Twins fans. Well, that, I mean, to be out, they were outscored almost six to one in that uh, Baltimore series. Yeah. Well, that's awfully negative, Tom. I don't know why we have to keep re- rehashing <laughs> the past. It's awfully negative. Keep picking at these there. scabs like this. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I think Rocco seems like a I never met him, but he seems when he's doing his interviews and all that stuff, he's a pretty even keel, nice guy. Seems knowledgeable, but sometimes it just doesn't work. Like we're going to get rid of Britney for that same reason. Yeah, but in yeah, my defense, just... I haven't worked in a long time. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's why she's gathering as many notes as possible exactly. today. To be nice to my husband. Cons- I've been consistent that way. Consistency's good. Thank There's you. no question. Phil, you have to be out at 38. I, I want to make sure. I I do because uh, we are sort of the ambulance chasers that come in. We're gonna we're gonna relaunch after a two year hiatus the Score North Twins Show podcast today. Oh, that's a good idea. We feel like suffering Twins fans need us to come save them with our opinions and takes, and so we're gonna come in today. And uh, relaunch the Scornorth Twin Show after a two-year hiatus. So, uh-huh. oh, if you need some twins therapy, you can find it Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Scornorth.com. The Scornorth Twin Show. The whole shooting match. Uh, you guys both do it here, and now you're going to be doing it there. You're all over the joint. We really are. Yes, we're all over every place except golf instructional videos. We're off of. We have <laughs> well, there is weaned that. ourselves there, off of those now. That's nope. already pretty heavily saturated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it certainly is. <laughs> All right, Phil, thank you. We will talk to you on Friday with Ken Herbeck. All right, everyone. See you. Phil Phil. Mackey, ladies and gentlemen. Judd Zolgad being on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, of course, then Phil back on Friday with Kent Herbeck. Got Herbeck. Um, We're going to have this grill out at my house. We've been trying to set it up now. And Herbeck is the, I don't know, he's like the floater out there. Are you going to be down today? No. Are you going to be down next week? No. How about two weeks? No. I mean, I want to come to your barbecue, but I'm never in town. So, okay, good, Ken. That's great. Yeah, he's the type that he's like, it's my birthday, so I'm going to Vegas. Like that kind mm. of guy. Another like, great guy, though. Yeah. You know Kent at all? I don't, know. Great guy. He's mm. a great guy, no question. He's hilarious. Like, I was the type that I was like, all right, Ken Herbeck, this, you know, iconic yeah. twin player. Okay, right. and I'm not like, I don't know if you caught the twin. I'm not exactly sports knowledgeable. And so I was like, I'm not going to care about this guy at all. We have him on once a week. He is my favorite part of the week. He's hilarious. He's very funny. He's just so funny. Don't make that face again. I thought you were having a stroke. She goes, 
<laughs> what I the do, hell was I do that all the time. My Botox is kind of wearing off. It's time oh, to get my a new. Botox. It's time to get a couple. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm starting to get social expressions, which that is not is good. Really not hard. what we're going for. Honest to God, I thought you turned into Nosferatu there. Uh, Hilarious. Tom. Hilarious, Tom. Put me in my car and start it. Uh, what are you going to do? So the Twins, I just, I'm a huge Twins fan, Emma. I've mm-hmm. been a huge Twins fan since I was nine years old, their first year in the market. Uh, moving here from Washington, D.C. all those years ago. I love my Minnesota Twins, but these seasons, oh my God, they're painful sometimes. What do you do hard about it? Hard to watch. It, it hard is hard to watch. watch. It is hard mm-hmm. to watch. I mean, when they get, what did they get beat? 15 to 2 yesterday? Is that what it, I was going to I think it was 15 to 15, 2. 12 to 15 to 2? Is that what it was? I know it goes that high. It's <laughs> <laughs> really bad. Like, you know, yeah. like, you know when they're little kids' sports, they're like, after so many runs, they're like, all right. Yeah, well, they have a mercy rule. In, exactly. Yeah. yeah. In, but. Well, let's see. You're, you're averaging 1.65 runs per inning. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah, let's call it a day. Let's right. just sit quietly in this field and eat. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, there you go. Exactly. Emma, are you, have you kind of found yourself falling in love with Minnesota teams? Are you still? You ride or die, uh, you said Illinois, right? Chicago, yeah. So I'm from uh, like 55 miles west of of Chicago. So I've always been uh, (coughs) Chicago, rooted for Chicago pro teams. But um, since living up here the last four years, I definitely, definitely follow the Vikings and Twins. Oh, do you really? Yeah, yeah, totally. God, you're not a Bears fan anymore? I'm. I mean, I'm still a Bears fan. How about when Ditka was around? Oh, you got to be. When when Ditka was around, he was phenomenal. Sorry? When Ditka was around, he was phenomenal. Yeah, the the year that everybody talks about. Yeah, well, there is that year. That's true. <laughs> there was that year. There was that year. That year did happen. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you a question as a Bears fan. Because this pisses me off as a Viking fan. When they were in the Super Bowl and they did not give the ball, Mike Ditka did not give the ball to Walter Payton mm-hmm. instead he gave it to Refrigerator Perry, that pissed me off. And I'm not even a Bears fan. Yeah. Walter Payton was one of the greatest running backs of all time. Mm-hmm. But Vikings did the same thing in the Super Bowl with Brent McClanahan. Didn't give the ball to Chuck Foreman, gave it to Brent, and he fumbled. Now, Brent was a good running back, but he's not Chuck Foreman. Why do you think that is? Like, is it Why just like do they do that? The element of surprise, or are they just... Or what? their own ego. They can't stand to have a star on the team. Oh. And, I mean, if you're, if you're at the Super Bowl, it's, they're not, you're not worried about your running back getting hurt. It's no, like, it's the last game of the year. Yeah. It's yeah. the last game of the year. It's the, it's the all or nothing. So... Yeah, I mean, you you think it's about the ego, really? Yes, I no think kidding. It's all ego. You ever been around management? Hmm. <laughs> she just goes, huh? <laughs> no, managers when, particularly managers who've never done, who've never played the game. Now, Ditka did play the game, obviously, no question about that. But you get managers who've never done what you do, and they think they know more about it than you do. It's like how how would you ever think you know what the hell you're talking about? Right. It'd be like me saying, no, you know what, Walter Payton, let me show you how to run the ball. Right. <laughs> yeah, Here, take okay. a knee. <laughs> <laughs> take a knee. That's what, well, I mean, up until that point, they've already they've already made their history and yes. built their reputation. It's like you want to 
take them off that pedestal now, kind of. Why? Doesn't, yeah, yeah. It's the Super Bowl. What are you doing? Give give the people, give the fans the story they want. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Chuck Foreman would have scored a touchdown. I, I don't know if they would have won the game, but he would have scored a touchdown. And nothing against Brent McClanahan. He's a hell of a running back, but he wasn't Chuck Foreman. Do you think that then the narrative, let's say the superstar does the epic play and gets the point, then the narrative is it's based on talent, not coaching? <laughs> In a lot of ways, yeah. And so that's why they're avoiding that? I think so. That's so that's a good, weird that's a good to question. me. That's a, yeah, that's, that's a very good question. It's like why you I won't ever hand tell me. tell her very good. Now i got to put up with her tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> See? She's going to want to talk sports all show. <laughs> oh, I love spots. Did I say it right? Spots. Spots. That's, let's play some spots, Tom. Mm, I love spot talk. Uh, why don't we take a, a break here, come right back, and then we're going to talk to Emma about being like the superstar of life. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> What do you think? No, we're going to talk about, we got 10 more minutes left after the break, and we're going to talk about what your plans are for the rest of your life. Yeah. You have, to, you have a game plan. You have a 5, 10, and 20-year plan we're going to yeah. talk wow. about. Yeah, mm -hmm. the 5, 10, and 20-year plan. Obviously. I was totally ready for that. Of course. <laughs> How about the 5 and 6-year plan? How about, <laughs> How about five minutes from here? Five like, minute are you going to get coffee later? <laughs> yeah. That would be very, very good. So just as kind of a tease, do you, you want to get into media? Uh, I would absolutely love to get into media, yes. Television, radio, all, broadcasting, all of it. Yeah, I mean, it's... Why not? Why not? I I love it. I love, love people, love communication, love sports. You won't if you get in the media. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. Yeah, she already away. is in media. Her podcast is killing it. Oh, like... She's so she's very very sweet. No, I'm not. I'm usually everybody around here thinks I'm the meanest. So it's just You're you horrible. just happen to be talented. You're a horrible See? human being. See? No the only person I'm nice to is my kiddo. So yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we'll come back and find out. Uh, we got about ten minutes left of the show. Find out what your what your plan is for life. How old are you now, by the way? Twenty-two. So you are twenty-two. That's what I thought you said at the beginning of the show. I wanted to make sure. But yeah, but twenty-two. It's a little early to know what you want to do for the rest of your life. But where you want to start. Right. I, I could give you some dreams, Tom. I could give you some dreams. Okay, we'll be right back with the <laughs> dreams right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. There's a guy named Tom Cross who likes to do kite things. Tom takes the phrase, go fly a kite to an extreme, and for years goes all over the country in search of great kite flying events. Lincoln City, Oregon comes to mind with Chinook winds and seven miles of pristine beach that draws folks from all over North America for the best kite flying conditions in the world. Tom brings a little Minnesota with him when he goes to Lincoln City in his new 2109S Rockwood Mini Light Travel Trailer. The new lightweights from Rockwood are very popular. Tom hauls his trailer from Niemeyer Trailer Sales in Albertville and Elko New Market, Minnesota. Niemeyer Trailer Sales is the only place Tom would prepare his next kite flight. Solar panels, exterior griddle, air conditioning are just a few of the standard features in his Rockwood by Forest River from the place that is your ultimate RV headquarters since 1965. This is Tom Bernard. Visit my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales and take your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Go to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? 
I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com keyword partner. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. You know, we were just talking earlier, uh, Nefarious, which is a very, very good movie, very well acted. And it is listed as a horror film, but it's not really a horror film. It's, it's very, very well done. Sean Patrick Flannery is amazing in it. And at one point he says, he talks about, you know, the, the shape the world is in right now and people not paying attention and the fact that... Uh, NBA stars make $30 million a year and wear tennis shoes that are made by slaves in China. <laughs> he makes that point. You know, Ben and Jerry's wanted to step up and be tough guys last week. You saw that, right? They made no. some Oh, God, yeah, they made some idiotic. Actually, maybe um, maybe Rudy would even know what they said. I, I don't remember. But they, they were trying to be all political, Ben and Jerry. I don't remember if it was Ben or Jerry. It was one of the two. Are they still both still alive? Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Good for them. Well, as far as I know, anyway. I know one of them is because he started chirping about some political BS. Um, then it was released by the New York Post a day later, Ben and Jerry suppliers using child labor despite progressive values. Isn't that amazing? Wow. You're up there chirping up a storm on international television, and you're using child labor. Yeah. Wow. That's really great. That's wonderful. So you're going to tell choice. us how to live, huh? Yeah, exactly. Why is it always that way? Like, it seems every time somebody has this sporadic, strong stance, you're like, oh, why don't oh, you look at your it's side of the street? Yeah, yeah you're it's like, so hypocritical. Yeah. Just look around. Like, you could make huge differences in people's lives in your store. I if, remember the first time I ever worked with you at KQRS, I had to check the child labor laws because you were about <laughs> so 11. Young. I was such a baby. They called me Baby DJ, and I baby was like, DJ. that's so this cute. Is, this is Led Zeppelin. Uh, I was... I started when I was either 19 or 20. Yeah, there you go. And I was on a classic rock station. So I was like, um, I was hoping I was saying things right. I'm like, there's Bon Jovi, KQRS. <laughs> like, That's exactly how she sounded, too, I by was, the way. Yes. It was, that is amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I was wanted to, they had this big trip to Vegas. 
I really wanted to go, and they're like, you have to be 21. So the first year, I didn't get to go. Second year, I just turned 21 in time, and I, like, busted in with my ID, and I'm like, let me come to Vegas! (laughs) So fun. That was a good trip. Oh, it was always so fun, yeah. But now I'm old. Now I'm like, they put me in a broom closet after the show. Oh, please. (laughs) The only problem is if we went to Vegas, even this show would start at 5 in the morning. I know. Yeah, I know. I have no interest in starting at five in the morning. No. Sorry. No. no. That show would start at, uh, the KQ Morning Show started at three o'clock in the morning. Well, we're, we at the State Fair. Yeah, we're going to be at State Fair in August on the 26th. Is that the day, I think? I don't know, but that'll be, that'll be good enough for me. I don't need to go to Vegas. Yeah, the 26th. We'll be at, yeah, okay. so the, I, th- I believe they call it the Minnesota State Fair Grand Stage, middle of the fair, which is like, where they oh, have okay. like all the big shows and whatnot. So yeah, we're going to be there Saturday morning at 10 a.m. You, Saturday at 10 a.m. Are you doing anything for the state fair? Does the golf team go out there or anything like that? Um, we normally do. The, the last couple of years, they've had a few of us go and like do a Q&A yeah. with whoever wants to ask the women's golf team questions. Do you, <laughs> you go in full golf attire for that? Uh, no, no. We'll put on uh, like gopher gear. Okay. But, yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. No, cool thing. Well, the, but this it's going to be great this year because while you're giving the tips, you can get drunk because you're 22. <laughs> Well, she could last year, too. No, but it's like... Why did you have to throw that in? That was the whole point. I'm just saying, I didn't know if you were confused at the legal drinking egg. Am I ever going to be able to get through this woman? Is it ever going to happen? That was a BB. Stabbing Uh, right in the back. Okay, so you don't... I'm guessing you don't drink at the events. No, no. You can't... No, we we could never drink around coaches or... No, no. definitely not. But if you go to a different event, like if you went and watched like the women's volleyball, you could drink there, right? There's no... Is there rules about that? No. (laughs) (laughs) I guess, right? I'm just kidding. If we... So if we... If we go somewhere as a team, you should not drink. However, you know, if you are going as a student to a football game and you want to have social drink, yeah, yeah, that's totally fine. fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not breaking any rules. But anything that's like team sanctioned or, yeah. So, and also like your coaches, it's just like a thing. You can't drink around coaches. That makes sense. (laughs) They can drink around you, though. I've noticed. Uh, can they? Maybe not on your team, but I've seen it happen. <laughs> Let me put it that way. <laughs> Let's talk about Emma Carpenter. What what happens now? You're 22 years old. What happens from today? Yeah, well, well have a busy rest of the summer. Um, still playing competitive golf, so mm-hmm. have a couple tournaments left of the summer. And then I'm actually going out to the Big Ten headquarters um, to do uh, just based off of something that – an award that I won this summer, um, I get to go to the Big Ten headquarters and do basically just kind of like meet everybody at the studio and record some some stuff and That's so get to exciting. learn a lot. And so, yeah. And when be, is that? That'll be in August, the week of the 21st, I believe. And where? Um, it's uh, near Chicago, just outside uh, Chicago, for where the network headquarters is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what was the award you won? Uh, it was the Lisa Byington Award. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, it's given to the it's given to the most outstanding female broadcaster in the Student U program. So uh, I have a job with Guard Gopher Digital Productions, and uh, so I've done a lot of a lot of broadcasting for Big Ten Plus, and then a little bit for mm-hmm. ESPN Plus too. So I've done like sideline reporting and play by play and color commentary for some of our sports that were on Big Ten Plus. I like so, how you use your hand and gesture there. You know, it was the most outstanding. <laughs> I don't know. It's awkward to say it, right? <laughs> and it's exciting. I mean, well, it's like, I mean, gosh, like, 
really, it was like a huge surprise. So the fact that like this, it feels like it feels like silly to say. Honestly, it feels silly mm. to say like, yeah, I guess I was the whatever. But yeah, like there are so many, so many talented people. So I don't. I feel really, really lucky to. And what's the name of your podcast that you're on? Yeah. So uh, I have a segment of the Five Clubs Golf Podcast. So I have a segment, and it was started. Uh, Coming up on two years ago, uh, Gary Williams d- does a segment regularly. Um, he did the Golf Channel Morning Drive for 10 years. Sure, if yeah. you watch, you probably watched him if mm-hmm. you watched Golf Channel at all. Yep. Um, he did it with Holly Saunders. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so, and then Jay Billis, also ESPN basketball commentator, he has a segment as well. So um, I do my segment mainly on college golf. And do you interview or do you do like a monologue? Like what is your segment usually about? Yeah, so I usually, I always have on a guest. So I've had on a lot of college players or I've had on a couple of college coaches. Like my most recent podcast that just released uh, last Thursday or yeah, last Thursday was with the Wake Forest women's golf coach because their team won the national championship this oh, year. Okay. And I actually said on a podcast that they were the team that I, I thought was going to win. Really? So, wow. Yeah. How about that for some from for some street cred in the <laughs> college sports college golf world? Can we get rid of Bob and have her? Because yeah. he he does not have his accurate predictions ever. So we <laughs> need to get rid orb. of. Yeah. You know, at the time, they were not the number one ranked team and they were also so it goes into match play they weren't the number one seed after they didn't win the stroke play in the national championship but they won the match play which is the whole thing so yeah I said that's the team I'm taking do you have any interest in doing TV sports or anything like that would absolutely love to yeah Yeah. that would be a dream come true to say the least but I know it's it's so competitive it really is so that's why I don't think it's that competitive (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Tom will help you. That's why I mean, like the this summer when uh, I found out that I won the Lisa Byington Award, I it's funny the way things work out. Just a couple days prior, I was actually telling my parents, like, you guys, this is this is so tough. It's so competitive. Maybe it's maybe it's not what I'm meant to do. Maybe I'm not very yeah. good at it. And then, like, literally the next day, I ended up winning this award, and they're like, see. You are like mm-hmm. at least a little good. You're at least a little. You're at least. <laughs> where'd, you, where'd you get your humility from? Uh, that's. Do you have, you have older brothers? Uh, I have an older brother. Yes. Okay. That's. Yeah, I was gonna say that seems a little younger sister-ish to have an older brother who was kind of always stepping on you a little bit <laughs> to be like, no, it's totally fine. Because if you if you gloat too much, the, the older brother usually is the one that puts that fire out. Ooh, there you <laughs> I go. also think. Okay, this is gonna be probably bad, but like, I also think as females we have a hard time coming in and saying our accolades because it's just I just. You know, I could watch you go, oh, outstanding and this and that. Well, that's the title of the award. And, like, you should say it. But, like, I don't know how many meetings me and Rudy did. And they would introduce himself and Rudy can name off his things. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just here. Please. Please just like me. Oh, God. Like, yeah, I, can't, yeah, I just I don't yeah, know yeah. what it is. Yeah. yeah. No, totally. But you're killing it. So you just say you're – you can say I'm the most outstanding <laughs> person in here. Sorry, Tom. Definitely not. Could, Definitely well, not. Could, absolutely. I'll take, I'll take fourth place. I'll take fourth place. <laughs> So first, first things first. What's the next thing you want to get done in your life? Hmm. The next thing I want to get done. Gosh, I mean, honestly, Tom, I feel like I really just kind of take things a day at a time. Well, that's good. Um, 
especially because things are, are so busy with uh, my college golf schedule and then mm-hmm. um, the program that I'm going to be doing uh, for school is going to be probably pretty tough. Um, and then I just kind of I've done a little bit of work through social media as well. So then that kind of gets scheduled on top of things. And so I just kind of do my best. My mom helps me out a lot. Um, and then I just kind of do my best to, to schedule things. I've always just kind of never said no to anything, which has made things tough at times, but I'm glad that I have kind of approached things that way because I've met so many people. I've done, um, like just worked with a lot of different people, learned so much. I'm going to be working at the 3M open in a couple of weeks. I worked at the 3M open last year as well. Yeah. So, um, it's just, it's really great. I mean, as far as next thing I really want to get done is like, gosh, you know, I always think of it like, what's my next golf tournament? You know, that's my next goal. Right. But, I mean, pretty soon here in a couple of months, I will be looking for a job post-graduation uh, uh, in in May. So, we'll see, I well, guess. Well, they got to have some sport. <laughs> the next time we talk, I'll come over to Channel 5 and go to the, one of the sportscasters. Remember you used to work here? <laughs> You're going to get someone fired? <laughs> No, I'm just going to tell him to leave. Oh, okay. Oh. There's a big difference. There's yeah. a big yeah, difference. Big difference, okay. Oh, yeah. oh, my god. You have to be careful what you put out in the universe around Tom, because he's like, oh, yeah, I'll make that happen. And all of a sudden, you see a man crying out in the streets without a job. <laughs> oh, here yeah. we go. <laughs> all right. Any final words? This is word? the man with all the power, huh? I know. Yeah. you got to be any, careful. He's any one final of words for the family, friends, everybody? Gosh, well, just, I mean, thanks, Tom and Brittany and Rudy for having me on today. It was like so much fun. I had an absolute blast. And yeah. Well, come back anytime. Thank you so much. You're a great guest. Thank you so much. I had a blast. That'll do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow.